We might be childhood friends and I might drive you round the bend But I'm sure it's crazy kids will like it all in the end I might kiss you on the lips despite your nose But I guess that's how it goes Let's keep falling in love with our strange bedfellows Mr. President. <sighs> Mr. President. Me? <laughs> There's only I'm standing one president. Next to, and We're... I'm standing next to you, and I'm nodding along solemnly. Okay. <laughs> no, it's you. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm with him, Mr. President. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. President, that's you. It's you. It's I'm your top advisor. <laughs> okay. We're in the Oval Office. <laughs> Gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. We got a situation on our hands. Okay, I thought I was going to explain the situation I to you. I need <laughs> options. What do you got for me? You're my top advisor. Well, I just thought I'd kind of lay the... As you know, can I say this? As you know, the the hunt for the hunks... Our, our mission... you sugarcoat this for me. <laughs> I don't need you nerd nicks coming in here and trying to sloppy things up with your science. Give it to me straight. As you know, sir, our top secret mission where we're hunting down all of the hunks from the hunt for Red October continues with great success, from success to success. But one of the hunks from the hunt for Red October... All right. Everyone, uh, call the other advisor. Tell him to get the (laughs) aircraft carrier out. Put the banner up that says mission accomplished. Get me a flight suit. I'll get out there. That's what I was going to say, Mr. President. There is one small hiccup. <laughs> what? Well, one of the hunks from the hunt for Red October was not on the Red October. It turns out there's more than one Jack Ryan, sir. Mother of God. We've been focused so hard on Alec Baldwin's Jack Ryan that we never thought to ask and whether... And John Krasinski's. <laughs> there was also Ben Affleck's Jack Ryan, sir. Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, where has that wily bastard run off to? It gets worse, Mr. President. Yeah. Ben Affleck's Jack Ryan is in outer space. Oh, my God. <laughs> How does he always do this to us? <laughs> where in outer space? On an asteroid, sir. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> How'd he get up there? It's actually pretty complicated. <laughs> and I'm not talking about It's Complicated starring Alec Baldwin's Jack No, Ryan. I know. I remember you, I, you guys. I dispatched my two um, hunk hunters yeah. to really efficiently capture Alec Baldwin's Jack Ryan and John Krasinski's Jack Ryan last week. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to send him into the space to drill into an asteroid this time, sir. <laughs> He's hiding inside of the asteroid? He's hiding inside the asteroid, and from the looks of it, it's pretty dangerous up there. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm going to need some kind of powerful love anthem to, yeah. to push me through in, yeah. this, in these trying times. Yeah, I think so, too. Question. Mm. Where is the asteroid headed? Oh, straight for Earth, sir. Do you think I should maybe make an announcement or focus on... I guess... Well, let me ask you a question. Yeah. When you go up to get Ben Affleck, yeah, 
Sorry, not you. I know you're my dork science advisor, like yeah. pissing his pants right now. Ben Affleck's Jack glasses. Ryan. Yes, no, I'm yeah, I'm just a nerd. When a the nerd hunk Nick. hunters go up, yeah. Tanner and Jack. Yeah. <laughs> um and take down Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. It's Jack Ryan. The Jack Ryan. Will mm-hmm. they put a nuclear warhead in its place? Yeah, that's the plan. They're going to split the asteroid in two. Don't worry. I know what you're saying. Oh, you're not the nerdy Nick one. You're Billy Bob Thornton. You should really have the, like, folksy accent, not me. No, I think I'm just a, I'm a nobody. I'm just an aide. You're that guy who, like, who, like, um, Billy Bob Thornton at one point, like, gets him on the comms and he's like, listen to me. We're going to, like, cancel the nuclear detonation. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's me. I know what you're thinking when they split the asteroid in twain with a nuclear device, uh, you know, some miles from the Earth, won't there be like a lot of debris and other no, fallout? Vaporized. And the answer is no, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Actually, there fucking won't. It's going to be fine. <laughs> it so. was actually noted very briefly in the movie, <laughs> a voiceover said, yeah. We're, the meteor halves are going to miss us by 400 miles, and luckily, yeah. all of the fallout has yeah. been vaporized. <laughs> yeah. The two halves are going to miss us by 400 miles, and most of the small particles have been vaporized. So it's fine. Like, hey, not all of it. I'm pretty sure a big rock just destroyed Paris. I think Paris is destroyed. Should we do um, the Summer of Samdra? We have to. I guess we have to come up with a new name for the Summer of Samdra, because it's no longer summer, and it's not Sandra Bullock anymore. Yes. So, so what's like a thing we can call it now where we're like cataloging all the deaths along the way? Oh, I see. You mean the body count? Yeah. I don't know. Is there a word for that in Hunt for Red October? We should say it's our hit content blog. The October hunt for the hunks from the hunt for Red October. Oh, what do they call it in this movie? Billy Bob Thornton calls it something. Total annihilation or something like that? Yeah, sure. That sounds right. Yeah, it's an extinction event. All right, here we go. Here's what he says. Yeah. The president, me, I guess. That's you. Says, is this going to hit us? And some dork, dork you, yeah, says. Yeah, that's me. We're efforting that as we speak, sir. Uh, and the president says. What kind of damage are we? And Billy Bob Thornton breaks in and says. Damage? Total, sir. It's what we call a global killer. The end of mankind. Doesn't matter where it hits, nothing would survive, not even bacteria. My God. Okay, so we can call the it like global killer. the global killer calculus or something. Can we put like hunks in there somehow? Because the summer of Samdra had the summer of Sam and Sandra. Okay, gotcha. So um, like the global killer, but then get like hunks or like what rhymes with global? I think we're almost there. We got this. Really? I, I would Let's say get that we're get, getting further and further from it uh, with every passing moment. But, you know, I appreciate your confidence. <laughs> I think we're almost there. I think we can get it there. Yeah. What? And it's just a death count that we're looking for. It's not a death count of hunks. No, but in, in the summer of Samdra, it was the kills that Samdra was directly or sort of indirectly responsible for. Yeah. Could we just call it Dead October? Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. The hunks of dead October. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or I guess the hunt for... The hunt for the, the dead of, of dead hunk October. October. Yeah. 
I that's think good. that's that's it. Yeah, it's that, um, it's a little segment within a segment. It's called the Hunt for the Dead of Hunk October. <laughs> I think we can put this one on ancillary hunk Bruce Willis, and I think to a degree hunk yeah. Ben Affleck, mm-hmm. Jack Ryan. Yeah, but they're sort of wasting their time up in space for a little bit. Yeah, and as a result, a big chunk of the meteor comes off and does eradicate Paris. Yeah, so Paris is um is not okay. To quote uh, My Chemical Romance. Uh, it, of Paris it, in... It's kind of glossed over. 98. Just everyone's really happy that the Earth didn't get destroyed, and some of the more selfish and myopic people are mostly just happy that... 2.1 like, million people. Their friends on the asteroid were okay, but everyone seems to be fine with the fact that 2.1 million French people... Parisians. ...are no, are no more. <laughs> yeah, they, they get pretty much wiped out. On the bright side, and I do like to point this out when it happens, this movie takes place in a universe where 9-11 didn't happen. Oh, that's true. Because they Although show the I two do... towers at the beginning in the first shot of the film. It's sort of a, yeah, it's a little, I mean, I would hate to say anything's worse than 9-11. That doesn't seem like a great place for the podcast to go, but yeah. in, a, <laughs> in a lot of ways, it seems like it was maybe worse than 9-11. <laughs> It's but yeah, because the two towers are still. It's not useful to compare tragedies, through. but it. I will. We will both. And I think, the go on record as saying that through. the notion of two point one million people in France being wiped off the planet by like a piece of an asteroid and and it not being remarked upon is troubling yeah. to say the least. You'd think and someone it being would mention preventable. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This if, was like, like this if was Bruce like Bruce hadn't like held on to the the nuke for like dramatic effect for an extra five seconds we <laughs> yeah. could have avoided all of this paris would have been fine it if they been hadn't vaporized. been like okay we've only got 18 minutes before total annihilation but you can take five of those minutes to like talk to your daughter on the phone <laughs> yeah houston we're out of here in t-minus three minutes daddy hi gracie hi honey grace i know i promised you i was coming home I don't under, understand. Looks like I'm going to have to break that promise. Um, a bunch of other people died, too. A bunch of astronauts, mostly. I cried. I'm not going to lie. I oh, fell and Owen Wilson. First thing rest I in, did... Rest in peace, Owen oh, Wilson. And that hit hard because I only found out that Owen Wilson didn't make it in the credit scene where they're in the church getting married and they have like cardboard cutouts of all the astronauts who died. <laughs> and one of them was Owen. And I was like, when did he's Owen on the, die? He's on the <laughs> Independence or whichever one goes down. <laughs> Um, we should definitely do Dramatis Ripsoni. It's kind of an ensemble cast. We should say we're talking about Armageddon this week. It's the Strange Bedfellows. It's our content block where we hunt down the, uh, with extreme prejudice, the hunks on the hunt for Red October. This week and we're other hunks. down known hunk Jack Ryan, played by Alec Baldwin, and also sometimes Ben Affleck, sneakily, and that's why we're allowed to watch Armageddon. It's also a romance. He has a romance with Liv Tyler. It's honestly one of the most beautiful romances I've ever seen in my life. I don't think any movies made me cry at 9 a.m. more. I I tell you this true story. Last night, I Sarah and I sat down to watch the film. She has to watch the movies we choose for the podcast. Sometimes she gets annoyed about the movies usually that you choose. Uh, this week, she was pretty game about watching Armageddon. She'd never mm-hmm. seen it. Uh, and then my it was my boy's Criterion birthday collection. Today. By the way, it was my boy's birthday yesterday, and he um, was so excited about it. You tell her that. That he woke us up every 10 minutes during the uh, film to such an extent that Sarah had to go to bed and then I fell asleep in the last 30 minutes, which like you, I watched this morning at my desk 
absolutely weeping the whole way through. Just completely <laughs> fucking nine o'clock cup of coffee got on my laptop watching the last 30 minutes and just like wiping profusely wiping tears off my face. Beautiful movie. Don't want to miss a thing. Didn't miss a thing. Yeah, it's a beautiful movie. It's got a beautiful cast. Yeah. Uh, Jack Ryan is in it. Mm-hmm. Played this time by Ben Affleck. Yeah. Hudson Hawk. Hudson Hawk is in it from uh, um, Hudson Die Hawk. Hard. Terrible film. Uh, Arwen Evenstar, of course, is in this one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sling Blade. And Steve Buscemi from Con Air. What is the guy's name in so much cast Green Mile? Tom John Coffey? Oh, is that the guy? Yeah. He's Green Mile. It. Guy from Green Mile? Yeah. John Coffey. Yeah, he's good in this one. Steve Buscemi. Yeah. Rockhound. <laughs> Steve Buscemi is in it as a Rockhound. Do what should we do our um <laughs> You have a name generator? Yeah. What's your r- roughneck nickname? What is your Deep Core Driller name? Yeah, they're called roughnecks. They're called roughnecks. Like in we the can know. Be, what's your roughneck nickname? Um, the only one I captured was Rockhound. It's at the thirty-minute mark. Bruce Willis has been like kidnapped by the FBI, and they're like, "We need dri- deep. We need roughnecks." And he's like, "All right, but only if I can have my team." Uh, for folks who haven't Chick, seen this movie, Rockhound, briefest bear. plot synopsis: uh, There's an asteroid headed for Earth. Max, Only people who can Lev, stop it are deep core Oscar, drillers who have to drill AJ. to the middle of it and put a nuke in it. But Bruce Willis says, "You know, we want Rockhound." You know, I want Rockhound. I think we have to do two things because they each have two things. And then they Liv have their Tyler nickname says, and they have their thing. Rockhound is a horny, right? But that Liv Tyler says we call him Hound because well, um, he's horny. So yeah. rock is what he drills into, and horny is what he is. Oh, I see. He's a hound dog because he's horny. Yeah, I think. Okay, so what do I drill into? Nothing. Hmm. I get my teeth drilled into a lot. Yeah, you could say you could be tooth. No, I don't like that. I don't want tough. anything to do with that. The, the thing he does as like practical labor. The thing right? that he works with is rocks. So it's the thing that you work with. Okay. Rocks. <sighs> I mean, for me, dictionaries, I do spend a lot of time in the Oxford English Dictionary to put my newsletter together. Right. OED for short. Um, and then what's the other thing? The, it's you're ca- sort of like the, your vice? The thing, yeah, your vice. I'm sort of an impulsive spender. Um, I drink too good? much. Dictionary dipsomaniac. <laughs> dipsomaniac. Oh, that it has to rhyme? No, it just has, it has to, to sound alliterate? like a cool fucking roughneck nickname. So I guess mine is like... What's your vice? Um, impulsive spending. And what's the thing you work with? I guess I work with microphones a lot. Okay, Mike. So, so Mike is already a name. Micro- I, I think microphone is kind of a cool nickname. I think Mike for short is good, and then it, that sounds like a real Fine. name. And then what's your vice again? Spend too much? Impulsive spending. Oh, like you spend, like we need like a unit of currency to indicate that. So what about Mike Pence? That's great. <laughs> Am I British? <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're a <laughs> Oi Gov. I'm like when um Jason Statham shows up in the uh expendable movies. Yeah. They're like, oh, we need the British tough guy too. Yeah. Yeah. British guys can be tough too. I'm the British roughneck. Oi Gov, I'm here to drill you a hole. British roughneck Mike Pence. And now I feel bad about Mike. What about Dick for short? What was yours again? It was dictionary dipsomaniac. So I'm thinking maybe Dick and then um Maybe just Dick Cheney. <laughs> yeah, because you like to Cheney together the drinks. Yeah, exactly. 
That's good. Okay, so our guys are rough, are tough, tough guy roughneck names. Asteroid driller roughnecks are. Yeah, Mike Pence and Dick Cheney. You could do it at home. <laughs> yeah, it's easy. Yeah, pl- everybody, sound off in the comments with your roughneck names, and you know, kind of explain where they came from and why they are uh, synonymous with an American vice president, <laughs> Republican, Republican only. vice president. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I watched the movie last night and I fell asleep. And I watched the movie again this morning. Do you think we're? You know, how people are like lovers are like. Do you think my lover is looking up at the same moon at the same time as me? <laughs> do you think he's falling? Do you think asleep you and I were movie? like falling asleep at the same part of Armageddon at the exact same time last night? Probably, it's kind of but I have. To think about. I have very few notes, and one of the notes I managed to capture at the forty-two minute yeah. and forty-second mark, um, which was deep into my like, I'm almost asleep. Yeah, <laughs> is. Ball torture, colon, okay. and then I have a quote, which I guess we can go to the 42 minute and 40 second mark on, Yeah, which is... And uh, when do we start training for that? Okay, and what's the... Is it Steve Buscemi saying it? Because he has like a bit... You have, you have all the information I have. <laughs> so you just took that down as your last... Like you could feel your body fading and failing you. And you're I like, I've got to note this down. And it, it wasn't like a dream that you were having. It's from the movie. Because you wrote a time stamp. I mean, you found the clip. <laughs> Everyone heard it. <laughs> what was he talking about? Let's go hmm. look. I think that... Um, Obviously, ball torture. <laughs> What's the quote? When do we start training for that? Oh, yeah. The line before it is a lady saying she's going to have to kick him in the balls. So we have these new generation suits with directional accelerant thrusters. You won't bounce like Neil Armstrong. Bear! Yes. Do we have a problem? No. Because I'm trying to describe to you how these DATs keep your ass on the ground. So that if I were to kick you in the balls Mm. and you don't know how to work them, what happens to you? I'd float away. Yeah. And uh, when do we start training for that? It's Steve Buscemi, I'm pretty sure. They're in their training montage. They do, so these are drillers, like oil drillers. Yeah. Roughnecks. Have we explained the film enough? They have to drill, obviously, got to drill the asteroid in half, basically, and put a nuke in it. It's the only way. But that means that they they all have to go around the earth, the two pieces. But they have 18 days to train to be astronauts. And everyone will be fine except Paris. And that's just collateral damage. (laughs) (laughs) Well, a bunch of people in New York died, too. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Hard rain, it's called, I think. Mm -hmm. I'm getting there. Okay. So there's sort of, there's two crews. There's the Roughneck crew, and then there's the um, astronaut crew. They don't don't get along. You don't need to know anything about an astronaut crew. The only one who's recognizable is that is the like colonel who like I can't even name him. He's just like a guy you recognize from movies. Every other one of them dies in space. Yeah, but during the training, no, there's a girl. She's fine. Well, I was about to say, yeah, she doesn't die. She doesn't die. Okay, she's giving them all a train a lesson on um, low grav spacewalking. Yeah, and I do want to say just to defend Michael Bay against unfair charges for everyone who's like oh the only woman in this film like gets to just be like the sad either wife or daughter (laughs) depending on how you think about it well guess what no there's a girl in space and they let her drive the ship until the russian guy says that she's not doing a good enough job and pushes her out of the way to fix the ship i know how to fix it please move i i have to take you away if you don't move what you gotta get that shuttle started you gotta fire it up now damn it ship get off this rock i'm telling you please move this is how we fix problem in the russian Please, Denton, because I don't want to stay here any more. 
and yeah, then so, saves, saves the day by yeah. whacking on something. <laughs> so here's the sequence. Everyone's heard it, but it yeah. is the tough astronaut lady. Yeah. And Bear, John Coffey from Green Mile, mm-hmm. is talking to Owen Wilson about how hot she is. Oh, yeah. Owen Wilson's in this one. He dies. Something gets launched off that asteroid with enough force, it's going to keep on going right into outer space. What is the deal? Is it just mirrors Watts really hot? Yeah. And she interrupts and says something about kicking him in the ball in the balls, and he floats off into space. And Steve Buscemi says, "When do we start training for that?" He's got like a so whole I guess thing about kind that. of in my in my like haze. You were like, "This haze. will be a rich a rich thing." <laughs> like, I have to get down this like ball torture stuff. <laughs> I don't know what the bit's gonna be tomorrow, but I gotta get this in. So I guess we've been called up by the president and he's given us a full itinerary for like how to train in the next two weeks to get up on that asteroid to capture Ben Affleck. And the first like week and a half is all ball torture stuff. That sucks. I'm out. (laughs) No, we need you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. Oh, yeah. It's me now. I'm not the aide anymore. (laughs) I'm roughneck uh, Dick Cheney. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. Um, All right, good. Well, that's one of the very few notes I have, so. Okay, well, I'm glad we got that. Beautiful film. Really nice movie. There's an asteroid the size of Texas coming for Earth. Nothing can stop it. If you try to put a nuclear warhead on it and light it off, it's like um, lighting off a firecracker on your hand. It'll hurt, Yeah, but it's not going to like do anything to your hand. Right. If you put the firecracker in your hand, it'll blow your hand up. Is that true? I don't know. I've never tried it. Okay. <laughs> Imagine a firecracker in the palm of your hand. You set it off. What happens? You burn your hand, right? You close your fist around the same firecracker and set it off. Your wife's going to be opening your ketchup bottles the rest of your life. Firecrackers are legal here in Connecticut. Okay. I wouldn't try it. Okay. So that's the thing. And it'll blow your hand up exactly perfectly into two halves that will... Miss, miss the, the entire and, planet and everything for the, else except the good for one people of Paris. That yeah, vaporizes <laughs> Paris. Um, something else is happening. Okay, that's great. Yeah, good. Here comes the rock. That's the we can news. stop it. We just need to blow it in half. We need a crew to get up there and drill. We've yeah. let's go to the South China Sea, sure, and get. Bruce we need Willis. the best drillers, and they're like, "Oh, we know H- the H- guy. Hudson Hawk." Yeah, we know who it is. It's Hudson Hawk. He's the best driller, even though they seem not that good they're constantly having accidents and he's constantly like shooting the people on the they did they did the fucking no it was a good choice i you know what i take it back it was a great choice they were a great choice for the mission they fucking crushed it (laughs) they did Um, a better job than any of the astronauts they learned to astronaut faster than any astronaut learned to drill in this film yeah the astronauts were all pretty bad at drilling honestly the astronauts were also all bad pretty bad at staying alive well and they were also constantly being like Oh, we need to follow the protocol. Oh, like we should have a contingency plan. Oh, we should like go. (laughs) It's not help. None of that is helpful. (laughs) You know what always, you know what sort of like baked my noodle this entire movie? Yeah. Was how like people kept showing up to work, even though like it was like four hours from Armageddon, like the news broadcasters, you know? They kind of had some like like can't they just let them go home? They like, did we're all say gonna die like, in four hours. Yeah, the news bra- the last news broadcast. The guy's like, I'm gonna go now. <laughs> we're getting leaks from several NASA officials, some rushing home to be with their families, that the drilling was 
unsuccessful. We're going to go off the air now. Good luck and God bless. <laughs> it's pretty sad. It's a very sad movie. Oh my God, absolutely weeping. They really got me. It gave me some pretty confused feelings about America Yeah, because there's a lot of American flags in it, but at one point Ben Affleck does shoot through one with a Gatling gun. Yeah, they bring guns in a, for reasons that I I is it explained why they need guns in space because they're on not the, like on the armadillos attacking anyone. Yeah. There's a during the montage sequence that we were just talking about where the ball torture sequence. Yeah. Um, they're training to go into space but at the same time they are also building like asteroid drilling rigs. Yeah, and they put guns on them. And the roughnecks have made the decision to put Gatling guns on the front of them. <laughs> And NASA was just like, all right. <laughs> I guess it does come, they do come in handy. Actually, they cause more problems than they're worth. The Gatling guns? Yeah, because of what happens to Steve. Yeah, he does sort of, Steve Buscemi does get space madness. <laughs> and he does start shooting things with yeah. the Gatling guns. Yeah. <laughs> it actually doesn't really cause that many problems, though. Yeah, it's mostly fine. Uh, it was a good idea to have the Gatling guns. They come in handy. They're useful. <sighs> all right, so we got to get up there. We got to find him. I feel like I've trained. I did all the stuff I needed to do. I've like gone through the like high G thing, and also like I've gone into the like airplane hangar. Yeah, with my like podcasting rig. Okay, that's good. And I've like outfitted it for space. Okay, yeah, I've um, put some Gatling guns on my Toyota Camry hybrid. <laughs> You're bringing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like souped up now. And I'll put my podcasting rig in the in the truck. Is it airtight? The car, no, water gets in for some reason. <laughs> Do you doesn't have a sunroof? <laughs> no, I don't. I can't quite get to the bottom of it. But often, like, I'll do the windshield wipers, and then I'll be like, oh, no, the water's on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I guess you'll just keep your spacesuit on. Yeah. Do you think you can fit in it with the spacesuit on? I would think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. fine. Roomy. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be uh, fine. We're professionals. All right. We're going to launch, I guess. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's go. T minus 10. 10. 9. Eight, can I go P? Yeah, sure. Seven, okay. 8. Six, five, 7. What's happening? Four, Why are we still counting? We're getting ready to launch, two, I think. Okay. But you needed to said you needed to go P. <laughs> Yeah, we're also just kind of taking care of some business, I guess. This is a lot like taking my son to school in the morning. Four. (laughs) Yeah, three. (laughs) Two. Two. One. Here we go. And now, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Um, a dilly dilly, my lord. (laughs) Oh, hey, it's Evil Jack here. I was just workshopping some of the most evil ways to start an ad spot. Evil Tanner couldn't make it today because he's busy trying to break his previous record for how many people he can tell that they should smile more in a 24-hour period. I just wanted to give you an update on our uh, evil company, BetterHelp, uh, where we help evil betters to um, make small, lucrative bets on extremely wicked outcomes. Uh, Like, for instance, I bet that I can accidentally put my own bag on the weighing area of your self-checkout at the grocery store so you have to call someone over to make the machine work again. Well, basically, since you asked, it's going uh, pretty badly um, because apparently the name of our company sounds too much like the name of our sponsor, BetterHelp. See, it's pronounced completely differently. Their online therapy that will uh, pair you with a licensed therapist in no time at all. 
Um, and in addition to not even really sounding the same as our evil company, BetterHelp is easy to use. It's entirely online and they are super flexible. So it's no problem to fit them into your own schedule, which is completely the opposite of how we do it. Anyway, everyone's saying that we shouldn't use the name, which causes me grief, anxiety, self-esteem, and LGBT matters. And to make matters worse, um, I can't even get therapy for this stuff because I don't believe that men need therapy because I'm evil. If you're ready uh, to give online therapy a try, though, all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Bedfellows today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Bedfellows. Okay, so we're on, we've made it. They did a good job. Well, here's what happened. On the way up, yeah. my hunk hunting shuttle mm-hmm. um, yeah. went down. Yeah, people get excited when they see the sign that says hunk shuttle, and then they see the little bit, like the little carrot that points up and says hunting in the middle, and they're like, oh, no, it's the opposite of what I like. <laughs> yeah, this is not fun at all. <laughs> this is bad. Um, and it's not fun. It's work. No, it's and work. I was up in space in my hunk hunting shuttle. We yeah. were slingshotting around the moon to come up behind the asteroid that Ben Affleck is hiding in. Ben Affleck's Jack Ryan. Little rocks came off the asteroid. Rockstorm, mm-hmm. as they call it. Yep. Here. Mm-hmm. Uh, blew up my shuttle. I crash landed on the other asteroid, side. and yeah. then got my uh, 2018 VW Jetta. Okay, out. nice. Yeah, that's nice. Is it electric? No, I thought about bringing the Leaf. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the Leaf is like 10 years old now, and we've okay. never gotten the battery service, so it's oh, like... Oh, and a lot of range like, anxiety out in space. Yeah, it gets like 40 <laughs> miles like yeah. on a good on like a warm day, and okay. I think it's pretty cold in space. Well, this thing is going to have to jump a canyon. I think my Jetta could do it. Because I'm, I'm on the other side. My ship landed fine, but we overshot the hunk. Oh, no. Yeah, we overshot the hunk, and guess what? I'm looking where we're trying to dr- supposed to drill for this hunk. It's 100% iron ferrite. Whoa. The reason we were shooting for grid 8 is because thermographics indicated that grid 9 was compressed iron ferrite. Yeah, which means iron iron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's, wow. you know that's good iron. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, I'm going to jump this canyon. <laughs> okay don't go too high <laughs> yeah and then the cosmonaut i found yeah. along the way oh we should say one thing they do is um it's sort of a, a catastrophe yeah these roughnecks they do such a bad job <laughs> kind of muck things up everywhere they go including the russian space station yeah they completely which they gravity end up blowing up the russian space station <laughs> it just gets like haphazardly gravity. blow up the yeah, russian safe space station there's another movie to be made about this that's just like the tragedy of the Russian space station. <laughs> just that's yeah, a disaster if it, movie. If it weren't way. overshadowed by the fact that an asteroid's about to hit the Earth, like, they just stop there to refuel their Jettas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's in the cargo bay. How yeah. much is gas up here? <laughs> oh, I wanted to say this earlier, but now's a good time. Michael Bay, more like Michael Bay. Oh, he's in it. No, he directed it, and he's in it. Is he? <laughs> yeah, look, I'll send you a, get, a picture. But do, it, do, it, but you're it, right, because yeah. he is sort of a handsome guy. Yeah, okay. 
<laughs> Michael Bay cameo, Armageddon. He plays like a dork scientist, but like, you know, if I'll be getting into STEM, if you know what I mean. I, I would like okay. to get um I would like to get into his STEM. No. Okay. No. It's something there. Yeah, we're circling something. it. I think that Michael Bay, more like Michael Bay, is probably as good as we're gonna get for that. Yeah, okay, fine. Did you see the ten oh. second clip I sent you? Yeah, I'll get into his STEM. What? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody would say that. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> And it's steam now. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're including the arts. Yeah. Talk about steamy. The whole point of STEM was to disclude the arts. <laughs> I can't get into this. The whole reason we did STEM in the first place was to marginalize the arts. And now you're just putting them back in. You got a whole letter. <laughs> Too many people were doing the arts. <laughs> um, all right. Yes, we're back, and uh, yeah. So anyway, that where we left our heroes there. Michael um, Bay is Bay. Yeah, Michael Bay is Bay. Thank you for letting me get that out. I'm waiting for you for you. Oh, uh, by the way, um, yes. let's see when when is the, when does this happen? Do we think in case anyone wants to go see like what a looker Michael Bay was in 1998? 1998. Sure. Yeah the the <laughs> um, the rough timestamp of when Michael Bay appears in Armageddon oh, is. 1998. So good luck, everyone. <laughs> Let's land these Jettas and Corollas on the um, surface of this stroid. Okay. Well, while I'm waiting for you to jump the canyon, I was thinking I could tap in to see what Arbiter Tanner's up to. Okay. Sure. Because <laughs> we we've just got we've got 18 minutes before time. we need to blow this. Before we need to find this hunk. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Arbiter Tanner. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know what Tanner was up to, but he, he bleed me in right <laughs> as he was about to hit like a ramp. And where are we? Yeah. Like an asteroid? <laughs> Yeah, sorry, I should have. It's not a good time. And also, we're on kind of a ticker here because if we don't find the hunk known as um, Ben Affleck's Jack Ryan in the next 18 minutes, it's more than Paris is just going to be destroyed. Let's There's say that. Literally much. nothing I have to do here because I'm from Earth's future. Yeah. <laughs> so no matter what I do, I know we're fine. Well, good. Well, I'll tell you what you're going to do. I mean, other than like the desert vampires. Help us review the reviewers of the film. Who reviews the reviewers? It's Arbiter Tanner. It's our hit segment. It's called On the One Hand. And uh, we've got a segment within a segment this week where we talk about the positive reviews of the film. I'll tell you now, uh, we won't need any other segments within a segment. It's a fantastic film, and I don't. I actually don't register negative or middling reviews of this film. Um, only one person's opinion on this film matters to me. Yeah. And it's not a person, it's a committee, and it's the Criterion Committee. <laughs> and they say, yes, we and they do say, want yes, this. And they say, yes, we select this. They say Michael Bay, more like Michael Bay. Yeah. More like Michael fucking Criterion Collection winner Bay. I would like to say uh, the, some of the positive views of the film, a segment within a segment, is called On the One Hand. God, you should watch it. Oh, I think one other thing we have to do, sorry. I just, because I know Tanner forgot about this, and I know you guys are sort of like pretty busy. Hunting. Yeah, right? we're hunk hunting. You should go hunt for Ben Affleck's Jack, Jack Ryan. Ryan in the, the Criterion Collection music video oh. for Armageddon's "Don't Want to Miss a Thing." Yeah, written for this movie. Also, a beautiful song. 
And I'm he's sure in he's it? in the music video. Yeah, he's got to be, right? Okay, yeah, we can take a look at it. Let me pull up my like um, future thing here. Okay, so I'll, I, can look, I, I can look on YouTube. I'll warn you, I said we only have 18 minutes, and that was a, like a couple minutes ago. And oh, it's, it's hit, not like, just the, the people um, of Paris whose lives the, like, are zero here. barrier. Yeah, before we hit the zero barrier. Anytime before the zero barrier, even the last moment is fine. Anytime yeah. after the zero barrier, total cap. We're losing major cities yeah. like <laughs> exponentially. And not just quickly. Paris. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Real cities. Yeah. Real cities, cities people that matter. Will miss. Cities people will notice if they're gone. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. I've got it on in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That's helpful. Um, okay. What the, a movie. What first, a song. First oh. of the reviews I've collected. All of these. This is the are, song my mom has. Um, I think maybe it has in her will that my sister and I have to sing at her wake. <laughs> you know what? I, it never occurred to me that I might want to go to your mom's wake, but now I can't fucking wait. Yeah. I no, you'll be invited. Would love to hear you and your sister duetting Aerosmith. I don't want to miss a thing. Well, let's hope that day is a long time away. Yeah, I hope so too. But I am looking forward to it. <laughs> um, let's say so far what, it's a lot of Steven Tyler. Do you want? While we're talking about this, do you want to? We briefly touched An interesting on this. Looking man, Arbiter Tanner. Last week, Tanner and I touched on this last week, and we didn't yeah. have time to get into it. There's a commenter on this YouTube video called Old Songs Six Six Eight Eight. Oh yeah, we we have him in the future. He left a comment on this video that said something to the He's effect He's actually of, our greatest playwright. This was my wife and I's His song. tragedies are breathtaking. We were married at 15 and 17. Now we've spent 50 long years together. Like, life is good. Yeah. I did some research, and it is the same man who left the same exact comment word for word on Brian Adams's Robin Hood Prince of Thieves song. There he is. Got him. Uh, one minute, 47 seconds. Okay. Ben Affleck's Jack Ryan appears in him. the music video for Aerosmith's okay. Don't Want to Miss a Thing. So you could get him there. I'm, I took my shot Yeah, and missed. I hit whoever plays, I guess, bass guitar for Aerosmith. Chris Perry? Aerosmith bass player. Tom Hamilton. Okay. So, I mean, he's not a bad-looking guy. I guess we'll get, like... Joe Perry. We'll get some kind of, um, hopefully, some kind of reward for him. Yeah. Well, I think this could be a solution. I'll tell Tanner when we get back that we can just go home and look for him in the Aerosmith video. I need you to lock in with me on this. Could, You're just going to leave the asteroid to... Yeah. I'm starting to, like, fade out. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, in Back to right. the Future. We'll get the asteroid, but... Have you found old song six six eight eight? Can you search for him and read his comment, please? I I hate to say that we've uncovered something sinister, but I suspect we've uncovered something sinister. Can you read his comment? Yeah, sorry, his is like not too far down the page. Yeah, old songs six six eight eight said one year ago. This is me and my wife's song, comma thirty seven years strong. She was fifteen, I was seventeen. Four children and nine grandchildren. What a beautiful wife and life I have been blessed with. Yeah. It's got by far the most upvotes. Yeah. Except for like the very tip top comments. And it is um, word for word the same comment that the same man left on Brian Adams' I Do It For You, which I guess would be fine if it weren't for the fact that you can't have two songs. But so my question is is he leaving this comment on every equivalent song? And I guess if we could find, if we could like reverse engineer it, we can test this out. 
can we find other videos where old songs 6688 has is running this scam well and here's where i'm i'm thinking we've just scratched the surface because there's like maybe two dozen comments before and i'm just like i haven't i've i haven't sorted by anything youtube's yeah. just like here's the comments yeah so some of them are like you know zero responses some of them are four and a half thousand responses right his is like a couple dozen down the comment thread but mm -hmm. along the way there is classic rock 888 oh there's a lot of 888 who's got a um a 453 like strong comment with eight replies Okay. There's also classic country music 10268. Okay. Uh, again, a healthy number of upvotes and replies. Okay. So I'm thinking there's some kind of like there's a cabal. Cabal. Yeah. And we've and they've just figured found out one of them. Man, I'm going to hunt this guy. Hopefully he's a hunk. Oh yeah. Cuz I can use some of my training to find this guy. The other thing is like all the the 88s, the 888s. Yeah. They all have a ton of comments, too. They all get a lot of, like, generic, like, congrats, man. This is beautiful. Congrats. Lucky for you. Truly blessed. Have a great evening. So do you think he's just harvesting goodwill, or does he want clicks? For, to to his... what end? You yeah. know? <laughs> like, have we, like, uncovered, like, some kind of rogue AI who's just harvesting goodwill? A lot of people are saying in the comments, and we do have to do our hit segment, Arbiter Tanner, before you kind of fade out Back to the Future style. A lot of people are saying in the comments that their dads used to sing this song to them, which I find a little, I guess I don't want to miss a thing. It's like about growing up. Yeah. And it's not really, it's not necessarily romantic, is it? No, it's not necessarily romantic, but it's, I guess it's also not something I would want any dad to sing to me under any circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I, I guess. Just like a no dad zone. For I this. think. I don't want a dad singing this to me. <laughs> that is mostly true. I will make the one exception of Steven Tyler is allowed to sing it. Yeah, I guess if Steven Tyler sang it to me, I'd allow that. He's yeah. notably the father of um, Arwen. Yeah, no, that's true. Who's in this film. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. Well, I think we've uncovered a real conspiracy here. <laughs> There's another Aerosmith song in this movie. Oh, it's a lot of Aerosmith in this movie. They're like, yeah, go ahead. You can just use the entire back They have like sweet emotion for no Michael Bay's like <laughs> eyes boogered out of his head. <laughs> I could use any song. <laughs> I'll use them all. Steven Tyler was like, on one condition, you have to put my daughter in the film. Michael Bay's like, yeah. okay, great. She's like a famous movie star. She's perfect She's for this. Beautiful, famous movie star, yeah. <laughs> um, listen, I want to read some positive reviews of this film to you. The first is from Anonymous from the Hacker Collective, who gives the film four stars on January 31st, 2019. The following review. A good movie, even if it is... NT equals NJKHBLKJJM. Say it again. A good movie, even if it is NT equals NJKHBLKJJM. I think, here's my theory. I think this is a collaborative review between uh, the Hacker Collective Anonymous and his cat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You don't think it's an acronym? <laughs> I mean, it could be, but I'm too lazy to Google it, you know? <laughs> Here, you read it off very slowly, and I'll Google while you go. NT. NT equals. Equals NJK. NJK. HBL. HBL. KJJM. KJJM. A good movie, even if it is that. One result, and it's pretty shaky. Even Google's like, this isn't what you're looking for, but yeah. we wanted to give you something. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> it kind of screams cat to me. Yeah. This one's from Anonymous, who gave this film 4.5 stars on August 9th, 2016. The following review. Good movie, Steve. OMG, good job. That one's to Steve Buscemi. Or Steven Tyler. But neither of them could be said to have be responsible for the film. <laughs> no, and I, in fact, would say of all of the characters in the film, Steve Buscemi, like, offers the least help and puts up the most resistance. He even gets, he gets space dementia. Yeah. <laughs> you lost your mind? He's got space dementia. Um, it turn, it's revealed that he's actually, in addition to being an absolute horn dog, He's a genius. A super genius. Yeah, he's had such a rich character. <laughs> yeah. Well, and they also, even despite the devastation in Paris, they do fly the exotic dancer that he had a one-night stand with to the NASA secret airfield to greet him when he comes off the plane, which I think yeah. is a nice touch. Hello, Mr. Oh, my God. You're my hero. Oh, baby. I want to have babies. Oh. That yeah. made me cry. I was in a crying mood. Yeah. <laughs> that one touched you? Yeah. There's a lot of touching stuff right at the end of the movie. Bruce Willis um, looks up at Jack Ryan after he like pulls his air hose and pushes yeah. him back into the airlock of the So that he can make the spaceship. self-sacrifice? Yeah. He looks up at him and he says, I always thought of you as my son. He says, <sighs> I love you, son. I love you. Always thought of you as a son. Always. I'd be damn proud to have you marry Grace. Hey. You take care of yourself. That I got me going. They but and then Ben Affleck screams "I love you" back at him through the, which is kind of I was thinking about the awkwardness of that because it's like at the time Ben Affleck is saying "Don't do the self sacrifice," yeah, and by saying "I love you" back, he's kind of saying "All right, actually, do do the self sacrifice." Yeah. But if you don't say I at love you point, back, like it's super awkward because somebody's point, just said his, I love you and he's a well, rough and man. they're all about Doesn't, to die. Yeah, yeah. And they're all gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> at that point, he's already being sucked back up into the ship, so I think it's like outside of his control. I'm gonna give you just I one more feel review. So relieved, the Arbiter Tanner. My hose, I'd be like, oh, thank God. I've collected a few positive reviews. Obviously, I skipped. I couldn't even find any negative reviews of this film. It's a perfect movie. Criterion Collection. I'm gonna give you one review. I think it's gonna be difficult for you not to award your kisses to this one because it was written. Well, it was written by a member of the Hacker Collective Anonymous, but it's someone who is also clearly a World War II veteran. Okay. So respect. Yeah. Someone. Uh, yeah. This World War II veteran, I'm assuming, gave the film four stars on January 29th, 2016, with the following review. This is awesome, and a better love story than what I got in Pearl Harbor. <laughs> I mean, I think Pearl Harbor was a tough day for a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> So I'd I love mean, to know the backstory. Bar. You know, I'd love to know the backstory of that. Low but. bar for a love story. Yeah. <laughs> beautiful. A beautiful yeah. sentiment. <laughs> Who do you think uh, deserves this? I do have to get back to hunting this hunk in the asteroid. We've already lost Paris. Yeah. Um, <laughs> while we were doing this important work. <laughs> you know, I've been so focused on hunting old songs 6688 that I've kind of lost track of most of what you were saying. So I'll leave this one up to you. I got to blip out of here. Okay, I'll give I'm it to I'm hot on the, the lead of this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Tanner, we've only got three oh, I'm minutes. I'm so glad he landed the Jetta. Yeah, it's just enough time for you to like 
call someone back home and like say a tearful goodbye to them if you'd like. <sighs> Let me think of who that's going to be. We'll get you. We'll put you on all the monitors back at Houston. So like your face is like big in all of the monitors. So everyone at NASA can listen to it. There is only three minutes until the world ends, but I think everyone at NASA is going to want to hear this and whoever you choose. Yeah. All right. Steve Buscemi is having a, an exotic dancer shipped put to the facility. The, um, so if you wanted to get like, like your old piano teacher or something, like whatever. I'm ready. Put me up okay. on the big screen. All right. Great. You're up. You're up. People three of minutes. Earth. It's um, it's Tanner Greenring. Um, he sent Mike me up Pence, here to this, Mike Pence. Yeah, <laughs> he sent me up here to podcast, but um, I've discovered so much more about myself and about humanity along the way. I'm not sure if we're gonna pull off what we need to pull off here today and get Ben Affleck out of this asteroid and save the Earth. <laughs> Sounds like we can get Ben Affleck at least in the Aerosmith music video. Is that <laughs> yeah. right? So there's a there's a fallback, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Earth will be annihilated in that case. So I just want to say with whatever time we have left, if at Old Song 6688 wants to step forward, come out. <laughs> show yourself. Show themselves. Let let us know, like, which song. Why do you like, feel like it's important to mention that you and your wife married at 15 and 17, which I'm not sure is legal anywhere? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And really just pick a song. Tell us, like, I just want to know about more about you, and I want you to, like, really drill down, yeah, you know? No, no pun intended. Yeah. That's really beautiful. Thank you all for joining me here today. Um, I hope you all die peacefully. I guess I'm going to die on an asteroid, so. Yeah, that's the, it, like Which literally being blown to pieces by an atomic device. Yeah. I guess we forgot to bring a driller or a... What did you... What were you, what were you bringing to the table again? Just brought my mic. I had, and I put some Gatlin guns on my uh, Camry hybrid. On the Camry, right. Because um, I think we said we would drill down and get yeah. Jack Ryan out and leave the warhead behind, but all we brought was the podcasting stuff. So. <laughs> well, maybe if he like hears the beautiful sounds of our podcasting, he'll be like drawn out. You know, I'm feeling a little space dementia coming on. I might try <laughs> the Gatlin guns. That seems good. We uh, probably shouldn't go without talking about the animal cracker scene. It's pretty famous. He does stick a animal cracker down her pants, doesn't he? <laughs> um, yes, he does. It's pretty... Ben Affleck... <laughs> I think it's supposed to... It's just like... I think it's supposed to be very sexy. And I don't you know what I was thinking? I really don't think that the animal cracker qualifies as a cracker. Why? Well, because it's sweet, which to me suggests cookie, and, you know, me putting cheese on something is sort of the defining characteristic of what makes a cracker a cracker. I don't know why I thought of that. I just... Baby, you have such sweet pillow top. I got, like, a little animal cracker Discovery Channel thing happening right here. <laughs> Watch the gazelle as he grazes through the open planks. <laughs> now, look. As the cheetah approaches, watch as he stalks his prey. Now the gazelle's a little spooked. And he could head north to the ample sustenance provided <laughs> by the mountainous peaks above. <laughs> he could go south. The gazelle now faces man's most perilous question. North. 
south. Way down under. And maybe someone finds it sexy. And if that's you, like, I'm not here to yuck your yums. But I did to me, to me, it, it feels <laughs> like something that Michael Bay and Ben Affleck agreed together would, would be sexy. Like, what's sexy? It's like the last night before all of Earth, and definitely Paris, is going down the tubes. Yeah. And who's going to be on the front lines? It's Ben Affleck. And what do you want to do? Hope you don't have any stocks in any Parisian companies. What's that supposed to be? <laughs> and mean? what he wants to do is put an animal cracker kind of pretty far down Liz Tyler's underpants. <laughs> they go to, there's like, um, the, the movie like really glorifies like um, the country. Yeah. Because Liv Tyler and Ben Affleck like go out to the countryside to like, pork for like two days and like yeah. stick animal crackers up one another's orifices <laughs> and like every time they do a montage of like what they're all fighting for it's always like kids running around in like middle america <laughs> yeah with like american flags in the background but yeah they do sort of have like a it feels very like roman this kind of like orgy they have for two days before he shoots off into space yeah everybody has a really good time yeah Steve Buscemi goes and like takes out a hundred thousand dollar loan to secure the services of an exotic dancer who later falls in love with him. It's cute, beautiful. Yep. I cried. Yeah. Um, and that's then what got you. One of the other guys who we haven't named in the dramatis personae goes against the terms of his restraining order to harass his ex wife in a way that I think we're supposed to find cute, but isn't for the aforementioned uh, yeah. reason that. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Michael Bay hates wives. The the uh, asteroid that we're hunting Ben Affleck on is named Dottie after like the cranky old observatory keeper who wives, spots it and names it after his I'll like, say that of my terrible Bay. wife. Your Stouffer's pot pie's been on the table almost ten hours. I want a divorce. Dottie, I'm on to something big here. I, I don't know what this is, but it looks like something's burning up there. Go get my phone book. Will you get my phone book? Get those names of those guys from NASA. Excuse me, am I wearing a sign that says, Carl Slave? Go get my goddamn phone book! Wives are not well represented in this film. Yeah. (laughs) Wives or um, astronaut babes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Both get kind of shabby treatment. (laughs) Uh, But what Ben Affleck wants to do is find like a secluded grassy spot where he can stick an animal cracker all the way down Liv Tyler's pants. Yeah. And I don't know. Uh, and her dad is man? singing while it happens. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's the scene where that song Oh, is, is that playing. your dad is singing during that? Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> Can we turn off the radio? No. I guess I'll say that. I'll add that to my list just in case anyone's singing about it. I don't, under any circumstances, ever want to have a dad sing I Don't Want to Miss a Thing to me. And I, the circumstances I least want that to happen in is if someone is sticking an animal cracker down my underpants in that yeah. moment. Yeah, especially if it's Jack Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we should say that they drill the dang hole. They do. Someone has to stay behind because there's, lots there's of just like, there's so, everything that can show. go wrong like does go wrong it's nasa this is what your tax dollars are getting you (laughs) yeah bruce willis has to stay behind and nuke himself so one more um global killer what's the pun we came up with the hunks for dead october 
The hunks for Dead October, yeah. <laughs> and then Earth is saved, except for Paris. Yeah, everyone's fine except for the Parisians. And no one <laughs> seems too like, troubled. It's like an that. endless party. Yeah. <laughs> like, we just avoided death and we got rid of all the Parisians. <laughs> Uh, beautiful movie, Michael Bay, more like Michael Bay. Um, yep. And that's it. That's all the time we have for today. Um, I'd like to thank you, Tanner, so very much for bearing with me. I'd like to thank the uh, Bug Baby so very much for bearing with us. We oh, like here's my burn you. of the week. Oh, perfect. Great. 32 minutes, 10 seconds. Um, John Coffey from Green Mile. Green Mile says when he arrives on the facility at NASA to see Harry Stamper, a.k.a. Bruce Willis there. What's up, Harry? Did NASA find oil on your anus, man? <laughs> Okay, that's funny. Good stuff. That was yeah. our burn of the week, and that's all the time we have for today. And guess what? You got to subscribe to our Patreon. Our Patreon is patreon.com slash podcast. It's getting better and better every day. We're adding more features. We'll be announcing soon, or we'll have announced by the time this episode comes up. All sorts of exciting new things that are happening there. Get in now. Water's warm. Only $5 a month. Helps to support the show, and it's, it's not good. Pee. Excuse me? It's not The water's not warm because of pee. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's helped, I think. That's helped. I think that's at least got us one more subscriber. <laughs> now, yeah, for everybody who thought that... I want you to enjoy the water, but I don't want you to think it's pee. <laughs> we want to allay those concerns. The water's warm because of, like, funny podcasting. Yeah, because there's some there's like we're like, activity po- over there. We're like podcasting piranhas over there, and we've uh, the heat generated by our frenetic activity has made the water warm, and there's no yeah. pee. Well, yeah, we have like little piranha bathrooms too, so there's not like pee in the water. Oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Or blood. Okay, yes, there's no blood. <laughs> yes, it's. Okay. I guess we're just having fun over there. Yeah. So good. We're having a good yeah. time, and we're having a good time here with our uh, the, the hunt for the hunks of Red October of hunt for Red October continues. Uh, it's uh, our oh, hottest we content headed? block ever. It's your turn. This week we watched a film. Film we watched was called Armageddon, Mr. President, starring <laughs> <laughs> Prime Minister. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's me, Mike Pence. Oh God, not another crisis. <laughs> Sorry, am I the president now? Prime Minister, we need your help. <laughs> America can't do this one alone. The only thing I've written down for next week is Event Horizon feels a, like a little bit of a cheat since uh, it's even less of a romance than this is, which is a romance. It's the most romantic this is a romance. I've ever fucking seen. Romance. So go fuck yourselves yeah, if you don't think it's yourselves. a romance. Uh, or Working Girl. Who's in Working Girl? Alec Baldwin. This is Jack Ryan. Oh. But also Harrison Ford, famous hunk. It's a great movie. Yes, let's do Working Romance. Girl. Okay, fantastic. It's a wonderful film. This week we watched a film called Armageddon. Next week we're we'll watching a little film called A Working Girl. In the meantime, I would like to tell you that this week I have been Jack Alexander Shepard. My name is Tanner Greenring. And I hope you find your Affleck ever after. We might be